0: Kia ora kato, and welcome to The Long Way Home. Call Justin Gregory, Ahau, I produce this podcast series for RNZ along with Bruce Hopkins. For this latest episode, we're doing something a bit different. Bruce is off to Araroa, New Zealand's trail, for just a few days. He wants to go to his son's wedding and do a bit of personal admin. I haven't seen him for a while, so we thought this would be a great opportunity for us to sit down in an RNZ studio and catch up. We also crowdsource some of the questions for this interview from the podcast listeners, and so what follows is a mix of my questions and yours. When Bruce arrives, it's immediately obvious that T'arador has changed him. He's skinny. He's a bit agitated at being indoors, and he has a gaze that looks far past you into the distance.
1: It's a weird feeling being back. You start getting itchy, and you know, it's like, oh man, I want to get that section out of the way. I want to have a go at that. You've only that been part back what two days, on. three days at the most? No, no, I've been back uh, five, five, five days. Five so yeah, days. long yeah. enough to already get yeah, itchy. Yeah, you get, yeah. you get a little. <laughs> I'm
0: looking at you, and you're um, in, in the nicest possible sense. You're less of a man than the one I sent off on this trail, Bruce. How much weight have you lost? Uh,
1: about five kg, six. I think, you know, from, from my kind of really standard weight, probably seven kg, but I was training for a year to do this, uh, and that had me at around 80, 85, 86 kg, and I'm, I'm 80. I've been under 80 one time. Uh, when pretty, I was somewhere where I weighed myself, I was like, whoa, That's pretty light points. for a guy of your size. You're a tall man. Yeah, and then I chuck the pack on, and that takes me up to 100.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is a bit to, a bit to oh, haul around. Yeah. I've got to lose weight out of that pack, man. <laughs> so you've been on the trail for about, what is it, two months now, solid two yeah, months. Often yeah. Often on the trail. Yeah,
1: yeah. How far have you walked? I've just, I'm, I'm just, I think I've either just done or I'm just about to do a thousand kilometres. A thousand. So kilometers. that's a third. The biggest buzz was someone uh, pointed out to me, uh, one of the other walkers. We were, we, you know, you just coincide with these other trampers, mostly people from overseas, but a few Kiwis doing it. Uh, I think more Kiwis this year than previous as well. But you'll coincide at campsites, or sometimes you'll walk a couple of hours during the day, or maybe all day. But usually, you just you get going at your pace. If people, if you stick with people, that's good. If they're faster, they go ahead. If they're slower, they drift behind. You meet up at the campsite if you're going to the same places. And in discussing stuff with one of them one day, they went. I talked. I said, I think it was like 750 kilometres. We've just just knocked, and and they went yeah, it's a quarter, and to go <laughs> to think, what? We've done a quarter. I, I had clocked when I'd done 20%, right? but somehow a quarter meant that much more. It was like, wow.
0: There cool. are trail markers indicating the trail all along the way, but there's nothing indicating distance, is there? How are you keeping track of distance?
1: Uh, people have written on some of the trail markers. It's right. cool. It was, uh, I, I know at 900 kilometres, where was that? That must have been heading into Tikuiti somewhere. Uh Was it? Yeah, but it was someone had written, nine hundred kilometers. But um, when you say there are trail markers, it makes it sound like it's really obvious where you're walking. It ain't. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: ain't. How different has the experience been of walking to Aridore from what you imagined it would be? You're about a third of the way through, so it's early days in a way. But how different has it been so
1: far? It's kind of. It's the physical reality of what I knew was kind of was coming. I followed some blogs last year: a young German woman, uh, Bettina, and four young American guys who, tramp, who were tramping together, uh, and then some others as well. There's a woman, Red, a local woman, and so I would follow some of their blogs, and I saw, you know, like Bettina was a fantastic blog to through. I, I follow. I couldn't wait till she managed to update some more info and everything. And you saw the photos of the blisters and you saw the photos of the mud and you, you, know, you read her, her writings of how she was just so not into it and hadn't been into it anymore for a couple of days but knew that she just had to keep going because she's in an isolated part of the country mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. as I say, there's only one direction. It's forward. Going back is not going to achieve anything. And so, um, so I kind of knew it was coming, but it's brutal it's 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 kind of more brutal than I thought it was going to be there are There are days that are more brutal
0: One of the most popular questions
1: that's come in has
0: been a pretty obvious one, I think, and that's one we're all wondering: How are your feet feeling? Feet are good today oh, yeah, they're a bit messy oh, there's aren't
1: they? Two, two two toenails that are gone um, <laughs> but they were painless they didn't i didn't experience pain they just wore off <laughs> 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 that, that little one there. That came off the other day. That that's tows, nasty. That's still from 90 Mile Beach. Now, of course, the other question that everybody wants to know about,
0: a few weeks ago something happened. You've been walking with your father and brother's ashes from Cape Riyanga to, um, to Stewart Island. Um, they got lost. <laughs> I've actually had someone ask me if it was a publicity stunt. It was not a publicity stunt. Not a stunt. publicity
1: stunt. Yeah.
0: Where do you think they are is what everyone's asking.
1: I've, I struggled to try and... Part of me still believes they're just sitting somewhere, in the pouch, where they've fallen. Or, but I've looked everywhere. I only went to three places: a cafe, New World Supermarket. You know, there was an RNZ camera in there as well, mm. a small digital camera, and that was emblazoned with RNZ. So, if anywhere like those places had found it, they would have had had that immediate point of contact. So, I'm. The, it's either it's either they've just sitting in some little nook or cranny that you know I haven't looked but I'm I can pretty much guarantee I think I've looked everywhere mm. uh, or someone's found it got the camera which is no use to them because they can't charge it there's no charger in there uh and seen these two little things in the side pocket and probably opened them <laughs> maybe maybe tried to open them I had taped them shut yeah uh and and turfed it. It was, you know, it's ashes. They How wouldn't... does that make you feel? Kind of okay. Dad and Doug wouldn't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I think it was them trying to escape. I was talking <laughs> to my mum about it last night.
0: Cause <laughs> I think one of the one of the really interesting questions that um, came in for me was, when we first spoke to you for the very first episode, you were telling us the story of your father passing away and your brother passing away, and you had quite a strong emotional response to it, which yeah, I think took yeah. you by surprise, eh?
1: Yeah, 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 with my brother. it was um, Yeah, because... You know, I I I was the celebrant at the funeral, so uh that his mates had <laughs> threatened me with the bash if I if I cracked up. <laughs> so you uh, had to keep strike So yeah, yeah, and and so I've always been pretty cool around it. My sisters, Lindley and Wanda and my mum, Chloe, you know, they they still get pretty raw when if there's any discussion around Doug. Um and I'd always been really fine with it, really. Uh so it was, yeah. I have found a couple of times even on trail i was talking to someone at one point and um and yeah suddenly this emotion started to well up and the mm. tears started to form but well that was the question has walking with the ashes changed your relationship to the to the grief you're feeling to the loss of your father and brother no no they you know i knew them very well as as people and they truly, if anything, they've caused this. <laughs> if there is an afterlife, if there is an afterlife and a spirit being or something, they're in cohorts going, bugger this, man.
0: You've met plenty of people along the way. Some of them have been fellow walkers, but you've had to leave quite a few people behind, haven't you? As you say, most days you'll sort of see each other in the mornings. You might catch up a little bit during the daytime. Then you see each other at the end of the day.
1: They leave me behind. They leave you behind. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one who gets injured. And I was comes particularly back to fond of was it the
0: Australian Lincoln who said, oh, "I'm just doing taro as a as a training run, really."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, but what's cool with Lincoln and um, he's he's tending to walk with uh, the young American woman Rebecca, and they're fantastic. They they. Man, I've seen the pace they set, but they always come. When I refer to them and their pace, they always come back to me and say, "Mate, we we have found when we're walking with you that we're kind of thinking: is he walking? Are we walking this fast to keep up with him, or is they they kind of are saying you're you're you got a good pace going on?" So. I'm starting to have a little bit of faith in that, but like I say, when I hit the hills, it's a different game.
0: Well, it might surprise you. It might make you feel good too. I I edit the audio that you send in each week, and a lot of the audio is when you are walking. And I can tell you the difference in pace, because I can hear your stride as you're walking. The difference in pace from when you began to where you are now is considerable. Really? Maybe by about a third. Serious? Yep, much faster than when you began. How's your health, Bruce?
1: Health? Oh, I'm over it. I'm over it. My my health, I feel fine, but... We'll go I'll give it's you know because it's it's a natural part of being a human being mm-hmm. after the four forests up north, I had three days of they were nine to ten hours days every day and i I sweat a lot and so I was sweating for eight to nine of those hours and solid really just soaking in sweat after four days up there, I went to the toilet one time and what came out was black liquid. It was literally black. So that was a little freak out, but I could see that it was blood. And, uh, and it wasn't until I got to Auckland, I looked up online, first chance I could, why, why would you have urine uh, blood in your urine? Of the list of reasons, endurance, um, activity, sports, mm, mm. dehydration, and I have um, an anticoagulant that I take after my heart operation just under two years ago. So those are three of the list. And it's like, oh, OK, I have I know what's causing this Then It's that combination of that. So I just need to take that into account when I'm setting about. That so, was in Northland, and now yeah, more
0: recently you've had another bout. Yeah,
1: going through uh, from Hamilton to the base of Perongia Forest and then camping overnight there in the stunning Kanifanefa uh, little campground with the river. where I soaked in. It was just glorious. And then doing Perongia they, they recommend staying at the hut up there, but um, most of us, who there were four of us from the campground that day, and we all wanted to get through. So went right through, and that was a long day. That was about a 10, 10-and-a-half-hour 10 day. Then the next day was another long day into Waitomo, and those two days, again, black. I could see it was getting darker, and then it was black at a, one point each of those days. And then the day from, and I thought, okay, Tikawiti, there's a hospital there. I'll go to the hospital when I get there. I don't feel anything, and then um, when uh, walking Waitomo to Tikiwiti I often I don't go to the toilet at all all day. I'll go to the toilet through the night a couple of times, but all that, many of the other people have said oh, the same thing. You know, you, you're just dehydrating so much, you're, you're sweating so much, you're trying to put as much in two to three litres, but uh, you, you you're reaching an equilibrium, I guess. So um, I I had to have a pee on the way to Tekwiti, stopped you know stepped over at a forest in the forest there and and it was red blood and it was like oh <laughs> there's a little change going on so i went to the hospital um, had blood tests i'd checked with a doctor here before i set off after my injury again told her about this had blood tests then everything comes back fine um, so that doctor recommended i get a scan at some point i've had the scan and there's a there's a little thing they want to Look at in the bladder, in the th- lining of the bladder. There's some little thing, but it, it doesn't sound like it's something that's too worrying. Kidneys all fine. They were want, thinking about maybe kidney stones or whatever, but so everything comes through fine. And I'm pretty much. I've got my uh, anticoagulant brought down to 110 um, from a 150 serving
0: <laughs> so you're feeling fine everything mm. looks like it's going okay aside from a few slightly what's the word uh, vivid
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> moments oh, honestly when it first happened yeah. and even, even the, the second and third times and when I had to give a sample at Tick T- T- Hospital the nurse said oh can you give a sample so it's in there and she went in and she came back and she went you weren't kidding about that colour <laughs> were you <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and it, it's, it feels surreal and it feels it yeah. feels surreal when you see that. It's like, whoa, this is me. This is coming out of me. How confident are you feeling for the rest of the trail? I have, um, from the experience I've had, I would never be so bold as to say, I shall conquer this. Yes, I'm looking because... around for some wood. to. <laughs> no wood here. Because, you know, stuff happens. There, There is a German couple that I was walking with again before my uh, injury for a couple of weeks, and they're just—they were machines, beautiful, amazing people, such cool people, and uh, but machines. And I've just had a message uh, saying one of them is had an ankle injury, so the, he's been out for a couple of days. You know, it, it doesn't matter how fit, how strong you are, how—and it's tramping's not about strength; it's about. I learned this from the Auckland Tramping Club. It's a power-to-weight ratio, and and so. Which is a form of strength, but it's, a, it's that version of strength. And it's part of it is luck. You know, I've had a couple of times, man, when I've been hauling up some steep, and, and the message I got yesterday about the Tararuas from Julie was just like, oh, man, some of the up and down is scary <laughs> stuff. And uh, so you have moments where you're on a point of balance. And you manage to pull back in, because, you know, this weight on your back, if you're up a steep slope and that weight gets you, you're not going to stop it. And you're just going to have to try and hope that you don't injure yourself in the fall. The Long Way Home is produced by
0: Bruce Hopkins and Justin Gregory. That's me. The executive producer is Tim Watkin. The engineer is Jeremy Veal. Subscribe to every episode of The Long Way Home podcast at iTunes or at radioNZ.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, please rate us. That way more people get to hear these stories. If you go to the Long Way Home webpage at rnz.co.nz, you'll find an interactive map that follows Bruce as he walks to Adaroa. Bruce is also on Twitter, at Bruce so get in touch if you've got tips, questions, walking off from a bed, a meal or a hot shower somewhere along the way. You can also email him at thelongwayhome at radioNZ.co.nz. Bruce Hopkins will be back on Te Trail and taking The Long Way Home again soon, so keep listening. The Long Way Home. Whenua, whakapapa, Fano. Follow us.